take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Welcome to Sports for Beginners, where we discuss, yes, we discuss our favorite sports team, sports media, and sometimes other important topics needed for an athlete to stay in the game. I am your host, Scott McGregor. And it's time for this show to take flight. And also on today's show, we are talking about a Pittsburgh Penguins hockey legend who was spotted in the Steel City and what does this mean for the franchise? We are also talking about the situation in the search for a new general manager for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Plus, What's been going on in the week that was in Blue Jays land? Should we be worried about Alec Manoa? And how much longer are we going to have to wait for Hyun Jin Ryu to make his 2023 season debut coming off of Tommy John surgery. All of this plus a look ahead to the Milwaukee Brewers season in the, oh, excuse me, series against the Blue Jays. That is part of their three game homestand. Beginning on Tuesday, 
We look forward to that. But first, a little bit of how. Yes, that includes talking a little bit about what's going on since the Blue Jays ended their 10-game homestand with a sweep of the Atlanta Braves, taking one out of four against the Yankees, the hated New York Yankees, in a sticky situation of a series. And of course, the Jays eventually would get swept by the Baltimore Orioles. And let me be the first to tell you even if I'm not, a lot of people have been coming at Alec Manoa and asking the Blue Jays to send him down to Buffalo. Or a lot of people have been saying Send Alec down to Buffalo. To Buffalo. Well, the players, as we know, and we'll get into this in the final segment of the show, in more detail, the players, as we know, held a closed door players meeting. But how did this all get out? Later in the show, we will discuss. And also coming up later in the show, we will pause for a moment and I will let you in on giving us a a rating or a review. Either one is fine. Heck, you can even do both if you want. But we will pause for that moment, and I'll let you in on it if you feel like we deserve it. I think we do because feedback is always nice to get some feedback. And before we take a quick time out and get into the leadoff segment, I would just like to wish all of our American listeners A very happy Memorial Day, even though Memorial Day was this past weekend. I should say this weekend, because 
this upcoming weekend is the weekend after the long the long weekend memorial day weekend in the united states but once again a very happy memorial day to all of those who listen to this podcast in the United States. We are glad to have you. I mean, now everybody's back on track after the long weekend. So I hope if you are in America, you had a great Memorial Day, maybe took some time to unwind. And with that, we will take a quick time out. We will take a quick time out. And be back with the leadoff segment. You are listening to Sports for Beginners. To learn more, please visit our website at Sports for Beginners Zero dot wordpress dot com are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike check out all over the map with me Ali Musa where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com All right, we are back here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. I am your host, Scott McGregor, joined as always by my co-hosts, Ali Musa and Thomas McGregor. But today it's just me. So it is time for the lead off. And this week, we are leading off with a legend spotted in Pittsburgh. Who is this legend? 
Well, he's none other than number 68, Yamir Yager. Apologies, Yager, if, if I pronounce your name wrong. But now, Yager was spotted in Pittsburgh alongside former teammates in Paul Coffey and Tom Barrasso. Now, Paul Coffey did play for the Penguins, I think. But he played for the Penguins in the 1990s. Anyways, these three guys met back in Pittsburgh at an autograph signing that led to Tom Barrasso and Dromir Yager, Yamir Yager, eventually catching up at PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh and in the Penguins locker room. And according to Yamir Yager's Instagram, on that weekend, there is a caption with him in picture where he says, quote, I'll be back. Now, what does this mean for his future and the future of Pittsburgh Penguins alumni? Well, that remains to be seen, but according to talks with Penguins business president of operations, Kevin Acklin, the team has a plan, and apologies, Kevin, if I pronounce your last name wrong. Hopefully, I have said it correctly, but my apologies in advance, and my apologies to any former Penguin whose name I do not get right. I will try to pronounce them as best I can. And anyways, according to talks with Kevin Acklin, the team has a plan to retire Yager's number 
When Yager says he is ready to retire, now Yager could have called it a career after ending his season in 2017-2018 with the Calgary Flames. But when his hometown team that he now plays for in the Czech Republic, or as we call it, Czechia, was under a situation that I won't get into too much detail because I want to be respectful of the Czech Republic and of their privacy. When they were under a situation that was very, very critical. And the team of which Yager had played for before he came to the NHL was down to 12 skaters, only 12 skaters. Yager decided he wasn't putting up the skates and hanging up the helmet just yet. And so as of 2023, this year, Yager has been playing for his hometown Czechia team called, if I say it correctly, the Caldano Knights. Apologies if I've pronounced it wrong. In which he has played for the team before. But he also, since he left the NHL, the NHL, make sure I get that correctly. Has played one game for the team, but been in Czechia ever since the 2017 2018 season ended in the NHL and had Calgary place him on waivers. According to DK Pittsburgh Sports, and before we go any further, I just want to give a shout out to all of those who are a part of DK Pittsburgh Sports 
the president of business operations, Kevin Acklin, and Yager have been in talks, and Yager has said that if he is going to retire, it won't be until after the Pittsburgh Penguins play in the Global Series in Czechia in front of his hometown. So one would guess that Yager has a plan of his very own. Honestly, I can't say I blame him. I mean, why would you retire after your hometown team is going through a situation that put them down to 12 skaters? And if they couldn't find a way to get the team back up, they would probably face a fine. Now, getting back to Yager, he has a plan of his very own to retire on his terms. When will he retire? Well, that all remains to be seen. But it is nice to know that the Penguins have a plan. And with the situation with searching for a new president of hockey operations, a new general manager or a new GM and a new assistant GM. And of course, GM is short for general manager. Happening right now, honestly, if you look at the hockey news, which I do tend to look at it from time to time, there was an uh, an article, I almost said athlete, there was an article that said the Penguins could go in a new direction with the news of Yager retiring. Now, a lot of people were asking, will Yager become a Hall of Famer? Will he become a Hall of Famer? I absolutely think so. But people were asking, Will Yager become a Hall of Famer? And to me, the answer is yes. But hold everything. Yes, I said hold everything. 
in order to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, you have to at least not been playing professional hockey for three years Yager cannot be inducted into the Hall of Fame until he has officially been retired for three years. So this would mean that Yager's retirement would have to be three years in and then he could retire oh excuse me then he could be inducted into the hall of fame So this would mean that Yager's retirement would have to be three years in and then he could be inducted into the Hall of Fame. But specifically, the year that he would be inducted would be 2026. Which, given that is, well, that it is, I should say, 2023, that's three years away. So if Yager was to retire after this season with the Caldano Knights, And again, apologies if I do not pronounce the name correctly. And hang up his skates and his helmet and all of his equipment right then and there after that season, it could be possible for next season, when the Penguins start playing their season, that Penguins fans will have something to look forward to the next time they're at PPG Paint Arena. But anyways, that is going to do it for this segment of the podcast. Coming up in the next segment of the pod of the podcast, we are going to dive into the situation 
regarding the GM search for the penguins and try to figure out, is it a done deal? Is Kyle Dubas the former Toronto Maple Leaf GM? So again, the former Toronto Maple Leafs GM, I should say. Coming to Pittsburgh? Or did the Penguins have other ideas? And I will leave you with this. As we take a break. And this is actually. <clears throat> Coming courtesy of Hockey Night in Canada and Sportsnet. All credit will be going to Sportsnet for this. But as we take this break, I want to give you Ron and Elliot Friedman's conversation as seen on Hockey Night in Canada during Game 5 of the Western Conference Final. So, again, all credit is going to Sportsnet. And you can check out Elliot and Jeff. So that's Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick on 32 Thoughts, the podcast. wherever you listen to your podcasts with a link I will actually be posting in the show notes as well. Enjoy the conversation that I am going to be pulling up. In just a minute. We are going to bring you Yes, we are going to bring you We are be going to bring you 
the conversation as we go to break with Ron McLean in Hockey Night in Canada. Just give me a moment here. Back in our second intermission with Elliot now, and as uh, we get close to the Stanley Cup, Elliot, things really start to heat up around the NHL in terms of hirings, too. So let's start on the GM front with Toronto. Okay, so we know that there was one visit last week. Brad Tree Living, the former GM of the Calgary Flames, he visited for a few days. I believe there was, it's possible there was a second visit, but I haven't nailed it down yet. So, Ron, I'm not going to guess, but I think there might have been a second one. Uh, it was not Mark Bergevin. I think they talked to him via Zoom because he's still at the Worlds. You know, you've heard Jason Botterill's name. You've heard Peter Sorelli's name. I think there's a few other names uh, that the Maple Leafs have talked to, at least to sort of begin the conversation process. I think one of those names was Doug Wilson, the former Sharks GM. I think they've been in contact with him too. But at this point in time, the only one I can confirm that was in person, I believe, was Tree Living. And I'm not sure yet on the second one. How about Pittsburgh? So you're a big F1 guy, yes. I know. So no. Monaco Grand Prix tomorrow. And uh, the Pittsburgh ownership is in... Uh, is in uh, Monaco for the Grand Prix, and then they're coming back. And I think the entire uh, Penguin organization is just waiting to see Kyle Dubas's decision. I said several times this week, I believe this is his job if he wants it. And I think when they get back, it, it comes down to uh, are they going to work it out and is he going to be the guy? And, uh, you know, he met with Sidney Crosby last week. He did a tour of the organization. They definitely have, they put their search on hold to speak to him and woo him and we'll see where it goes. Well, a quick F1 story. Sergio Perez, Max Verstappen's on the pole at Monaco. So Max will be happy with Max.
Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place, and that's why this is a podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, makes On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast. And join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform should there be any delays to its launch that's anchor.fm for early access on on the ice and behind the benches episodes before they hit your platform we are currently available on spotify and air episodes every tuesday We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join the, have you join me on this journey, so don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. I'm not sure yet on the second one. How about Pittsburgh? So you're a big F1 guy, yes. I know. So no. Monaco Grand Prix tomorrow, and uh, the Pittsburgh ownership is in uh, is in uh, Monaco for the Grand Prix, and then they're coming back. And I think the entire uh, Penguin organization is just waiting to see Kyle Dubas's decision. I said several times this week, I believe this is his job if he wants it. And I think when they get back, it, it comes down to, uh, are they going to work it out? And is he going to be the guy? And, uh, you know, he met with Sidney Crosby last week. He did a tour of the organization. They definitely have, they put their search on hold to speak to him and woo him. And we'll see where it goes. Well, a quick F1 story. Sergio Perez, Max Verstappen's on the pole at Monaco. So Max will be happy.
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All righty, everybody. Welcome back to Sports for Beginners. It is time. It is time to run our middle portion of the program of the program. And before we do a quick recap, what you just heard was what took us in the break. And we're going to bring it back to bring us into the middle segment is the search for a new Pittsburgh Penguins GM over or is Fenway Sports Group still looking for other options? Well, let's discuss, shall we? We're going to switch gears and talk about the GM search. Now, there were a lot of candidates of which right now, some are out of the running for a new Pittsburgh Penguins GM. And as you just heard, Elliot Friedman and Ron McLean, shout out to those boys. They do an absolutely great job. Make sure you check out Elliot's podcast with Jeff Merrick. 32 Thoughts. A link will be in the description of the episode. To that, Jeff and Elliot do an absolutely great job on 32 Thoughts. I may consider checking out the Jeff Merrick podcast. That, of course, is the Jeff Merrick show. But anyways, one of the questions to be had, at least that I have, and I'd like Pittsburgh to answer this if they can, you don't have to get specific, but is this a done deal? Is Kyle Dubas going to be coming to Pittsburgh? Like, are the Pittsburgh Penguins going to be having Kyle Dubas 
coming to Pittsburgh from Toronto. There are a lot of questions to be had here. So here's the thing. Kyle Dubas and Brandon Shanahan, remember him? Yeah, yeah. He used to play hockey and now he is a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs unless he does get fired. I don't know if that'll happen, but it happened to Kyle Dubas and Kyle and Brandon came out in their exit interview With Kyle, with Kyle Dubas's interview, he said he did not want to leave Toronto. He wanted to stay in Toronto. If Toronto had fired him, which they did, if he did not take any other job, he would be taking some time off to be with his family. And honestly, I can't blame him. But when Brendan Shanahan came out, he also mentioned to the media, if I have this correct, one of the reasons why they decided to fire Dubas. Again, I'm speaking of Kyle Dubas. Just to make things clear. Now, the Penguins have been given permission as it was been reported. to speak with Kyle Dubas. But the Penguins aren't exactly speaking to Dubas. But the people that minus Mario Lemieux own the Penguins, Fenway Sports Group, are talking to Kyle Dubas. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but it looks like Fenway is trying to woo Kyle into coming to Pittsburgh. with the exception of Kyle getting fired by Brandon Shanahan. 
Mario Lemieux still does own the Pittsburgh Penguins. But again, it looks like Fenway is giving Dubas some time to discuss with his family what the right move will be. Honestly, I don't know if Fenway is going to get Dubas to to Pittsburgh. Excuse me. But I would not be surprised if they pull it off. And also, you have to look at the contracts that you're going to be looking at if you're Kyle Dubas. Now that you're in Pittsburgh, just saying, if he does get into Pittsburgh, not that it's a sure thing, but you have to, you have to deal with the goalie contracts, unrestricted free agents, and so much more. Like, you know that the core in Frosby, Malkin, and Latang. You know that the core in Malkin Latang and Crosby will still be in Pittsburgh. And it is going to be something to keep your eyes on. But you've also got to keep your eyes on those who are in their final years of their current contract. So if I am Kyle Dubas and I accept to be the Penguins GM, I have to think really, really hard about who I can keep and who I have to get rid of to make the team better. We will see what happens if an announcement does come courtesy of Kyle Dubas or the Pittsburgh Penguins, but it kind of looks like It kind of looks like Kyle Dubas could be coming to Pittsburgh. Again, just to be clear, we don't know if he is or isn't. 
there have also been some talk about him going to Ottawa, but we just don't know. And again, the Penguins are also looking for an assistant GM and a president of hockey operations. But their focus right now is on finding a new GM. And of course, GM for short, sorry, GM is short for a general manager. Will they find a new general manager for next season? That's kind of an up in the air question because of course they will. But the thing is going to be, or I should say, the question is going to be, who is it going to be out of the candidates, including Kyle Dubas? That'll do it for this segment. Coming up to end the show, after our final break of the show, we will be bringing you a look at the week that was in Blue Jays land, including sticky situations with the Yankees, the sweep of the Atlanta Braves at home. So the Blue Jays sweeping the Atlanta Braves in their previous homestand, getting swept by the Baltimore Orioles, and of course taking one out of four against the hated New York Yankees. Now, just to be clear, I have great respect for all of the teams, but not a lot of people, especially Blue Jays fans, like the New York Yankees. All of that is coming up, including heading out to the TROP to take on the Tampa Bay Rays, of which the Blue Jays did win one of those four games. And of course, we'll touch on the Minnesota Twin Series and get you set up for the Milwaukee Brewers. We will also get you set up or at least take a look at what's going on for Hunjin Ryu. All of that when we return. 
But right now, we are going to take a quick break. And as we take that break, I want to remind you that you are listening to Sports for Beginners. And if you don't want to check out the website, you can find us on our Facebook page on Facebook where you will get some updates on the podcast itself, maybe updates on the neighboring podcast on the ice and behind the benches. But to find out how to get there, log on to facebook.com slash sports for beginners podcast 87. Our website again is sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com. We will be right back. All credit again going to Sportsnet for the conversation. between Ron McLean and Elliot Friedman. When we come back, we are going to be switching gears and we will bring you A look at what has gone down in Blue Jays land. What's the situation with Hyun Jin Ryu? And we get you ready for on the day this podcast may drop. We get you ready for Milwaukee Brewers versus Toronto Blue Jays, the first of three. You say Kikuchi, Kikuchi, taking on. Adrian Hauser, Yusei Kikuchi, Yusei Kikuchi, taking on Adrian Hauser, 
We preview that. Look at the week that was, including that road trip before getting you set for Brewers versus Blue Jays. And we also will add that we will be getting you set up for the three-game road trip before the Blue Jays are back home to play the Houston Astros for four games, starting us off in June. And the Minnesota Twins, the Twinkies, will be in town for the weekend before the Blue Jays meet Baltimore once again and then go to Texas That will be followed by Miami. All of that coming up when we continue. We will be right back. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from Human Connections. After a hard day's work, sometimes you just want to relax and watch some television. But the show you want to watch isn't on TV anymore. Well, now you can relive your favorite television episodes again and again, such as The Dukes of Hazard. In fact, if you act now, you can get the complete first season of Bo and Luke Duke's adventures as they fight the system of Hazard County. So act now, because this deal won't last long, and once they're gone, they're gone. Welcome back to Sports for Beginners once again. We are taking a turn as we reach the final moment of our program. We are taking a turn to the diamond and it is time to check in on the Blue Jays. So as we speak, they are in last place. They are in last place. excuse me, <clears throat> in the American League East, or AL East for short. And it does not quite get easier for the team going for, for going further. Alec Manoa has had a really rough time. 
but should we be worried about Alec? Before we touch on that, I want to touch on after the homestand, when I believe it was either game two, game three, or game one. I can't really remember which game, but the Blue Jays tweeted out, or I should say they put out on social, that Hyun Jin Ryu was in the building and at in this case he was at the trop in what appeared to be more specific he was at tropicana field and now what does this mean for his recovery from tommy john surgery what does this all mean well we don't exactly know but it looks like to me like Ryu is inching closer <clears throat> to starting a baseball game in the big leagues. But remember, it wasn't made official that he could start a game until later in the season. So around the summertime, and since we are at the end of May, it seems like we are progressing on schedule to see Ryu return to the mound, but let's not get ahead of ourselves because we don't know when Ryu will return to the mound. But if I had to guess, and I think it's been said on Blair and Barker a few times, and even on Jay's talk, we could see Hunjin Ryu returning to the Blue Jays after the 2023 All-Star break. Honestly, I, I don't know when he is going to return. No one knows. But it looks like he is with the team. And they are going to be taking it day by day, week by week just to see if Ryu is getting ready for his big moment we will see what happens there the blue jays again as i mentioned 
stint. Uh, they they earlier on they opened up their ten game homestand with a sweep of the Atlanta Braves. They got swept by the Baltimore Orioles. But before they got swept, they managed to take one out of four against the hated New York Yankees. And speaking of taking one out of four, the Blue Jays would go to the Trop at Tropicana Field and take one out of four over the Tampa Bay Rays the scary Tampa Bay Rays, given the way that their season has started. And my goodness, we are gonna take a break. And when we come back, I'll give you the final score of one of those games against the Tampa Bay Rays. from the trop and we'll wrap up the week that was in Blue Jays land. We talked about Hunjin Ryu. We don't know when he is going to return, but I would guess that it would be after the all-star break. We'll get you set up for Milwaukee versus Toronto. And we'll also look at two of the games versus the Twinkies, the Minnesota Twins. And I'll give you the final scores of those games. Thomas had the final score of the rubber match on Blue Jays game recap. So make sure you tune into that. Whether it's either before this show or after this show, doesn't really matter. Tuesday is when the three game set with Milwaukee begins. And when we come back, We will get that ready for you and wrap up the show from there. We will be back in 30 seconds. Are you looking for excellent sports content? 
from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com All right, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. This is the final time that you will be hearing my voice today. Thomas has joined us. He's actually going to be the director for this moment of the show. But anyways, back to what we were talking about in the final segment. So I don't think we have to worry too much about Alec Manoa. I think he's going to take it start by start. And we will see what the Blue Jays do. Um, as mentioned earlier, they sweep the Braves in their 10-game homestand. They lose three of four to the Yankees, the hated Yankees. And they took one of those three losses of the four-game set in Toronto. And then they fell in the weekend set to the Baltimore Orioles. Which led us to Tampa Bay, where, as I mentioned... Hien Jin Ryu was spotted at the trop. And now we're going to get into what went down. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is what went down during the road trip. The Blue Jays once again taking one out of four games. Only this time they absolutely clobber the Tampa Bay Rays on the second night, they are in Tampa Bay. They defeat the Rays on the Tuesday night, May 23rd, last Tuesday night, 20 to 1. Holy crud, 20 to 1. 
that is a heck of a lot of runs. It's actually 19 if you think about it. But then, of course, Tampa Bay would win 3 6 on Thursday, sorry, 6 3 on Thursday to end the series, 7 3 on Wednesday. And to open the series, they would defeat the Blue Jays 6 to 4 on Victoria Day weekend. here in Canada leading to the Memorial Day weekend in the United States where the Blue Jays would take two out of one sorry two out of three I should say they defeated the Minnesota Twins on Friday night, three to one. And they lost on Saturday afternoon in quite a game that could have been anybody's game. The final score there was nine to seven in favor of the Minnesota Twins. But then the Twins get blanked by Jose Barrios and the Blue Jays and not to mention Dalton Varsho bounces back Now, there's a lot that we could get over there, but uh, anyways, the Blue Jays win this game 3-0, to zero, and there's a lot more that you can get on that game in Blue Jays game recap. That's the rubber match recapped by our director here and our co-host of our program but the but one of our hosts of the blue jays game recap show on the program <clears throat> and you can catch that either after this show airs or before this show even drops regardless We had a long weekend in Canada when the Blue Jays began their road trip. They ended it on the Amer on the American long weekend Memorial Day. So happy Memorial Day to all of you listening in the United States. Milwaukee is next at the Rogers Center before the Blue Jays 
head back out on the road and a couple of injuries to bring up here kevin kiermeyer gaming up coming up coming out of the game one of the games that he did play in he had to come out of the game what we believe is a and I'll just actually bring up here on my Discord app. I'll bring up here to see what the injury is. I know it's been reported. Blue Jays, again, not in action today. They'll be back in action tomorrow. So Kevin Kiemeyer left the game. And he is day-to-day, he has a back injury. Ryu is on the 60-day DL with an elbow injury. Uh, Zach Pop has been on the 15-day DL with a hamstring injury. Espinal on the 10-day DL. With a hamstring injury as well. Mitch White has a shoulder injury with 60 days on the DL. So he is on the IL as well. The injured list, let's just call it that. Also on the 60-day injured list is Chad Green. He and Hunjin Ryu are coming up try or trying to come off, I should say, Tommy John surgery. And a key key piece to the Blue Jays lineup in catcher Danny Jansen. He is on the 10-day injured list with a growing injury. Oof. Oh boy. We will see what what we get here, but just a quick reminder here before we wrap this really up. It is Hauser. It is Adrian Hauser. Adrian Hauser. <clears throat> Taking on Yusei Kikuchi. Yusei Kikuchi. Yusei Kikuchi. Taking on Adrian Hauser. And Kikuchi's record right now is five and two going into this start. Adrian, his record is one and oh, so one and zero. So basically, he hasn't played very much. But he has 20 innings pitched, an ERA of 225, a whip of 
1.25, 14 Ks, and four batters walked, or BBs. BBs for short is batters walked. Speaking of which, Yusei Kikuchi has an ERA of 456, a whip of 1.39, actually I should say 38, 1.38, 48 Ks and he has walked 14 batters. All right, we'll wrap this up on a high note with it, showing you all of the guys going in the series. Right now we know two people that are going for Milwaukee and two people that are going for your Blue Jays. It'll be Kikuchi tomorrow night or tonight if you are listening to this as it drops on Tuesday. Manoa is one and five on the year with a 5.53 ERA. He will get the start on Wednesday tomorrow if you are tuning in on Tuesday. But to be specific here as we record this on Monday, May 29th, 2023. Alec is going to get the start on Wednesday evening against this guy, Julio Tenenran. Sorry if I pronounce your last name wrong, Julio. I, it's uh, an interesting name for me. But Julio is going to get the start against Manoa. And it looks like it's going to be Peralta versus Gosman in the afternoon game. Freddie Peralta versus Kevin Gosman. in the finale game on Thursday afternoon. So that would likely mean if it if it goes the way that the rotation is going, that would likely mean that Chris Bassett would get the opener in New York against the Mets. And yeah, yeah, we would um, we would eventually see Barrios coming back. 
We'll see. Anyways, the series against Milwaukee begins on Tuesday at Rogers Center on Looney Dogs Night at the ballpark. So if you were listening in to today's edition of the Fan Morning Show, you might You may have noticed that we don't know yet if Alish Forfar is going to be in attendance. We will see. And shout out to Alish and Justin. Alish and Justin. You both guys, you guys both do a really great job running the show. Would love to have you on the would love to have you on the pod. But anyways, that's gonna do it for this edition of Sports for Beginners, the podcast. We do not know what the situation with Hien Jin Ryu is, but he looks like he could be coming back to play baseball a little earlier than expected. We will see what ha- we will have to see what happens. Should we be worried about Alec? I honestly don't know, but Alec has to get things together and he has to do it quickly as always i am your host scott mcgregor and i would like to thank everyone for listening once again even though the weekend has already gone by in the states i'd like to wish a happy memorial day to all of you listening in the states we appreciate you joining us A big welcome to those of you joining us in Pittsburgh. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you'd like to give us a rating or a review, please do so. Feedback always helps. You can reach me at ScottMcGregor3 on Twitter. Until we have a podcast Twitter, we do have, we do not have one yet. You can follow you can follow the podcast on Facebook by vi- on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash sports for beginners podcast 87. And you can also visit the website sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you again next time. But please remember that it is never goodbye. It is until next time. With that, we will see you next time right here on Sports for Beginners. Thank you so much for joining us.